Hello. Welcome to the Bam's Grand Podcast. I'm Tanner Richard Kraft. I'm Rain Conversi. I'm Austin Sweebelman. I'm Tim. <laughs> I'm Joseph Rennick. Special guest incoming. I'm Ed. Ed? What? A guest? We're here to talk about Godzilla versus Kong. Or Yay. Monkey versus Lizard. And of course, if you're not Team Monkey, you're a fucking loser. Which leads to my first question. Which side are you on and why? What side are you on, Tanner? Monkey! I don't think it takes very much brain power to figure out that Lizard wins. Except he fucking didn't. Hey, guys, shut, shut up. Here's a question. Which which uh, monster was Rain for Halloween when he was seven? Oh, it was King Kong? Okay, there. And then, then Rain wins. Or <laughs> uh, then King Kong wins. Because, yeah, Lizard didn't do that. Lizard is... Lizard can't do that. Lizard probably can't even, um... When, when King Kong was in Antarctica, King Kong, Lizard can't do that. He, he'd get too cold and fall asleep. Monkey win. Monkey have thumb. That's my opinion of the, of the, uh, debate. Whatever. King Kong couldn't make it on Wall Street. He's not cold-blooded like Zilla. Okay. <laughs> Monkey could not get in Criterion Collection, damn it. Yeah, because they're fucking racist. And it, that is weird, Tanner. Where's the old King Kong Criterion DVD? Where's the gigantic fucking collection of Kong movies? Who gives a shit about those fucking Republicans? <laughs> Remind me, Tanner, is Kong a metaphor for the atomic bomb? Who gives a shit about that? Monkey! Monkey! Ed, which side are you on? I'm Team Monkey because um, Kong was originally created in America and Godzilla was originally created in Japan. And uh, I'm Team America all day, baby. Yeah, USA. Patriotism, baby. <laughs> Greatest fucking country in the world. <laughs> here, but ignore that part. <laughs> I'm Team Zilla because Godzilla is lizard and he cool. And also I'm a weeb. So there, there's that. I bet you play as an Argonian in, when you play Oblivion or Skyrim or whatever. This is implying that I play the Elder Scrolls. I think the movie's pretty clear about who wins. Yeah, Monkey. What? No, Godzilla yeah. kicked King Kong's ass. Yeah, and then he was about to fucking die until he killed Mechagodzilla. Tanner, what is the title of the movie? Kong versus Godzilla. No, it's Godzilla versus Kong, this fucking idiot. Fuck you. Kong versus Godzilla is the title. Who won the battle of Kong versus Godzilla? Kong did illegal votes. There were illegal votes for Godzilla. Godzilla won that fight. The Mecha Godzilla thing does not count. I have an argument for that. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of scaling, right? So if Mega Godzilla could beat the crap out of Godzilla and Kong can beat the crap out of Mega Godzilla, then one could assume, because of scaling, <laughs> that Kong could beat Godzilla again. I like this argument, but I will say, <laughs> even if even if Kong lost every physical altercation with Zilla, um, even if he lost all the battles, he still won the war. Because who is the main character of this movie? Who is who is a character in this movie? Kong! Is yeah. is Godzilla a character in this movie? Barely. Who got the ending scene? Who, who, whose ancestors had like a castle in the middle of the earth with a glowing axe? Monkey. 
my second talking point was, I don't know if you guys know this. You probably do because I probably scream about things at you. This is the fourth movie in a cinematic universe. Indeed it is. Austin just immediately slumped back. Uh, <laughs> quick and dirty. What did you guys think of the, the MonsterVerse movies before this one? Austin doesn't approve. Let's hear from Austin. Dad, insult to injury. While all these shitty movies were coming out, they released Shin Godzilla in Japan. And it yeah. just fucking destroyed every Godzilla movie that Gareth Edwards ever made. America yeah. doesn't know how to make Godzilla movies. Give Hidakiano all of your money, Legendary Pictures. Let him make as many Shin Godzilla movies as he wants. Oh, I swear to God, they start off that entire cinematic universe with Walter White. And we're so happy. They got such a good dude to be in the, the movie. And then they just make a joke out of killing him in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> like, that should have let you know these were going to be fuck you movies. I, I hate all of these. I mean, okay, I have an exception for Kong Skull Island. I think that's an okay movie. Hell yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> that's the only one I like. That is actually the best one of the, uh, the MonsterVerse movies. I would say that's one of the better ones. I would agree. I was not a big fan of these. I thought the Godzilla 2014 was eh. I like Kong Skull Island. And before last night, when I rewatched King of the Monsters, I thought King of the Monsters was bad. And after rewatching last night, I no longer think it's bad. I think it's dog shit. Oh, wow. I hate you. It's even worse than I remember. I cannot understand how anyone could like that piece of shit movie. I hate you, Tanner. I like the entire MonsterVerse. I'm sorry, guys. My thing is, is that, like, you you are coming for one thing, right? You're coming for big, dumb monster fights. And I think that the movies do those really good. That's fair. I, I don't disagree. They do good, dumb monster fights. The problem is, is that there's too much human shit, and I hate the human shit so much. Before this oh, yeah. one. That's um, that's why that's why I think uh, Kong Sky Island um, works so well, because... Like in all these movies, the the humans paper thin characters, just as so the case in uh, Skull Island. Except the character, the actors are just so charismatic, and it's just such like a light, uh, light fun story that it's not really it doesn't become an issue whenever it's not focused on Kong. Whereas I can't say that for actually I haven't seen twenty fourteen Zilla, but King of the Monsters, God, the, those those stretches where there's no Godzilla, no monster, or what have you, they're they're pretty they're pretty rough. And um, oh, the best thing I feel like I could say about uh, King of the Monsters is it's like a good screenshot uh, maker. There's a lot of cool like individual shots. I feel like the monsters fights work well, but like I don't know how to describe it. It's just like in motion. I don't know if it really comes together um, as far as action scenes go. Um, but then and then we get to this movie. I would say that I find pretty much all of these pretty middling, like. I don't especially hate any of them, but I don't especially like any of them either. Uh, I would say uh, Godzilla v. Kong is probably the best out of the series just because it's the most balanced. It has some pretty decent human stuff and also some solid monster fights. I would put King of the Monsters right under it just because I really like the monster fights in that one. I agree that the human stuff sucks in that. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I really like the monster stuff in that one. And then Skull Island, probably third, because that one's pretty solid overall as well. Um, the 2014 one, I I, try, I watched it twice, and I just, it just, it doesn't do much for me. 
I will actually agree with Tim. Uh, I actually think the 2014 Godzilla is the worst out of all of these. That that being said, it's like on, on some level, I kind of enjoy all of them to a certain extent because they at least give me decent monster fights, and that's all I expect from these movies. Which is why, as dog shit as the uh, human stuff is in Godzilla King of the Monsters, I kind of expected that, because other than maybe, like, Shin Godzilla or the original, are any of the human plots in those movies good? No. Yeah, but they're all short. (laughs) Yeah, King of the Monsters is the only one where it feels like it really drags. I disagree. I I have fun with that thing the entire time. But something I want to point out. I'm very. It's curious that it seems like everyone's least favorite movie is uh is the Godzilla solo movie, the 2014 Godzilla. So the Godzilla movie, with, the movie with just Godzilla, is the one everyone hates. Curious. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. You guys claim to be lizard, and yet you dunk on his movie. Yeah, <laughs> we dunk on the bad one. We like the good one. What good one? Shin Godzilla. I liked uh, the 2014. Um, I liked. I really liked uh, Skull Island. Um, I feel the same way you guys feel about uh, King of the Monsters. The human stuff was the worst. And then um, I think this one was probably the best, in my opinion. Um, Kong versus Zilla. I think it had. It hands down has the best monster fight um, in the entire in all of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, and the human stuff was bad. The actor, God, I forgot his name. I, I wrote it down. But the the black guy who's in Atlanta, he was uh, Brian Tyler Henry. Yes, thank you. That was the worst character. Yeah, he he was. I thought he was great. I'm with that. I thought he was great. This is actually yeah. thank you for bringing that up, Ed, because my next talking point was, what did you guys think of Godzilla versus Kong overall? It gave me exactly what I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Same. Can't ask for too much more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty much like exactly what I was expecting. Like just based on the trailer and based on what was being advertised. Like, uh, you, you get the Kong build up, you get the oh no, Godzilla doing bad stuff. They fight, and then uh, Mecha Godzilla comes in. They tag team and beat him up, and end of movie. That's that's basically what happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair if you want. And yeah, I uh, this is easily my favorite of the MonsterVerse movies. I think it's the best one for a couple of reasons. One, like Ed said, I think it's the best fights because Kong versus Godzilla, they're so different in how they fight that the fights become really interesting and how they do it. And two, uh, I was talking about this with Joe V after the movie. I'm not saying they're Shakespeare, but I actually gave a shit about the human characters in this one and they didn't actively annoy me, which I thought was a huge help because... The first half of this movie is a little light on Kong v. Zilla. So the fact that I actually gave a crap about the human characters was good. But, no, I really enjoyed the movie. I had a lot of fun with it. Seeing it in theaters in 3D and then forgetting it was in 3D most of the time because they it's clearly not meant to be a 3D movie. Um, I was honestly kind of happy that the 3D... Um, that we saw it in was just not distracting at all. So. It was just, you know, it added a it added a couple of things to a few shots, which was neat. Oh, yeah. The movie's great. Uh, Kong, Kong win. Kong monkey win. Monkey best part. Monkey heart of movie. Monkey human character, best character. Kong is the main character of the movie. Are you kidding? Yes, monkey is main character. Uh, therefore, monkey win. 
Then why does Godzilla have top billing? Uh, <laughs> because American dumb. But I'm pretty sure Godzilla has less than 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah, he is barely in this. To, to compare this to another um, versus movie that came out five years ago, also produced by Warner Brothers, the sequel to Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. Superman is barely in uh, his sequel and is overshadowed by the um, Batman, who is technically supposed to be the second character in the movie, but just all of a sudden becomes the main in a, in a Superman sequel. That's basically Godzilla in this. He gets top billing and then is has like the least amount of screen time. Godzilla is the Superman of the monster universe. <laughs> At least he had a Godzilla too. I never got my Man of Steel too, and I'm never going to. I know you don't like that movie, but I did. So I would have given Cavill another chance. There are like cursed movies, you know. Like there's The Omen, The Exorcist, uh, the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, but, like, a specific curse I've noticed since, like, my life began was movies with the, the word versus in the title, right? <laughs> so, the Freddy versus Jason, Alien versus Predator, Ballistic, X versus Sever, that movie no one saw. Like, the best, <laughs> the best versus movie that I have ever seen is Kramer versus Kramer, and that's about the devastation caused by a divorce. <laughs> You know, this movie is also about the devastation caused by a divorce. Yeah. I, I'm so happy it broke out of the trend. Like, this is like when a good video game movie gets made. Hell yeah! I really like Freddy vs. Jason, probably in the same ways I enjoy this movie. I also enjoy Freddy vs. Jason, but I also acknowledge if someone didn't like it, that's fair. <laughs> I I agree wholeheartedly on, on Rain's perspective on this. There's rarely any good daily versus movies. God, they made two fucking AVP movies and both of them suck ass. One of them's definitely better than the other, but they both suck. Who cares which one's better? To be frank, it's an inherently very silly uh, premise for a movie. No, make I disagree. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. For, the, for, for it being a silly premise of a movie, it's like movies are built off a of conflict, right? You don't get any more conflict, yo, know, other than like a versus. Yeah, well, right? That's fair. Uh, that's a good problem. The problem with these are is that they give us these verses and then they feel they think that the versus part is a small mm -hmm. piece of it and they fill everything around it with mm -hmm. BS, right? When it's like, no, when you say versus, give us verses. Which that's why mm -hmm. I think that Kong and uh, Zilla versus Kong works is because we got at least three solid fights plus a tag team fight throughout this I don't know the runtime of the movie but like throughout the entire runtime of this movie and I think that's pretty decent you know like if you look back to Freddy vs. Jason which everybody else likes sorry one, one more thing that everybody else likes most of the movie is just Freddy fighting Jason right give us a versus movie and then that's it just just versus the whole time ooh we're finally getting conflict in this podcast this is, this is refreshing um, let me explain. So I don't mean like, um, like you know, every movie yeah has conflict. What I mean is these versus properties. It's always this pre-established character versus this pre-established character. It um, it's always, it's always um the first instinct of this movie is oh let's see this action figure, uh be a, this action figure. Oh you always want to see Prey and Jason in a movie. Let's see them punch each other. You always want to see aliens. 
and the Predator movie. Let's see them punch each other. It's not, um, I mean, you can make something interesting out of it. It's just, it's, um, the mindset coming into it is always a very, um, silly sort of juvenile thing, which I don't say as a negative. It's just that, um, you know, they're always like this movie, which I did enjoy. It is, it's silly. And that's not a bad thing. I get that. I would I would say that the the versus format tends to lend itself better to like comic books and video games than like a big Hollywood movie. Like you wouldn't see um the Godfather versus Scarface. <laughs> I'd watch that. I would watch that. You Hold would on, where can I see this? <laughs> I want that. You wouldn't see the guy from the Lobster versus the guy from Santiago or something. Rain, you underestimate how much I want to see stupid things happen. You want you want a stupid one? I'll give you one. Uh, two Warner Brothers properties: Batman versus Caddyshack. <laughs> Where can I see this? I want I want Batman to do a bunch of prep work trying to figure out how to be the best golfer on the earth. But he has to fight the Gopher. <laughs> yes, yes. Joe V, hi, me, John Warner Brothers here. I want to give you a billion dollars to make this movie. Oh, if you gave me, like, an unlimited budget, I would give you the best movie ever made. Are you kidding? I will give you all the money, but it has to be Batman versus Caddyshack. I sold. (laughs) Shakes hands. This movie makes me like Adam Wingard even more than I already do. Yeah, this movie redeemed Adam Wingard for me because his last movie was Death Note. Oh, yeah. And the movie before that, what was a bad Blair Witch movie? Yeah. Yeah. But his two movies before that, You're Next and The Guest, those are good movies. Yeah. So this this is the comeback, baby. This is the redemption arc. He did You're Next. Yeah. Yeah. So we owe him because that was one of the two movies in the 2010s filmed in this state. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. Our guy. Our guy. It was filmed in Columbia. He took Hollywood to Columbia, Missouri. And also, um, I, I think that Death Note movie is fine if you were just really high when you watch it. Like, if you yeah, get I don't... fucked up, that Death Note movie is fine. I feel like a lot of movies could be fine if you just fucked up when you're watching it. It's fine if you look at it wholeheartedly as a comedy and don't take it seriously even a little bit. Now, insert um, the clip of Nat Wolf screaming because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Part where he's falling off the Ferris wheel with her, and and the Chicago song is playing. I don't know why he wanted to put that in a Death Note movie, but that was fun. I like that part because he doesn't understand Death Note, but he does understand Godzilla. So I posted a thing in Podcast Central Station, a little quote from Adam Wingard about why this movie is one hour and fifty three minutes long, and it made me love him. It made me think he was cool. Because all these people, they're getting things now, like Avengers Endgame, these three-and-a-half-hour Snyder Cut movies. And he said, if the movie was three hours long, you wouldn't be able to get more monster fights. You would just have more of people talking. So he really understands what we wanted with the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that showed to me he knows what we want from a Kong versus Godzilla movie. Like, we don't expect an American to make a good Godzilla movie in the sense of... Shin Godzilla or the original. An American couldn't do that because... A friend brought this up to me. Isn't it kind of fucked up that the 2014 Godzilla movie kind of glorifies the U.S. military when the original Godzilla movie is very much about... See, not that. 
<laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's 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 really funny how uh, we are making money off of Godzilla, and we are the ones who created. <laughs> yeah, we we nuked the Japanese, and they made a movie about it. <laughs> And now we're making money off of it. How fucked up is that? U.S. imperialism wins again, baby. I love this fucking country. Austin's face face melted. I never thought of the atom bomb thing. I never thought we were profiting off the Japanese criticism of our bombing. Yeah. (laughs) I just broke his brain. I just broke Austin's brain by, by telling him the truth. I am That's- God, son, and you now have eyes. That's how this country works, man. <laughs> but no, he understands that these movies need to be dumb and fun with a little bit of heart, which kind of transitions to my next point of, what did you guys think about the human characters? They're fine. I really enjoyed the human characters, especially the daughter of the main Kong scientist, the, the deaf girl. Um, I thought uh, she was almost like the heart of the human characters, at least on the Kong side, and I think it added a lot to the movie, having so this girl that could communicate with Kong, and I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but I used to briefly get off track here. The facial animation for Kong was really good. Yeah. Uh, they, I could always tell what he was feeling, which was amazing. And I, was um, like, is that, I was like, is that Andy Serkis? Yeah, <laughs> pro- top props to the VFX team, man. That was great. Yeah, the effects in general were pretty solid, actually. Yeah, the effects were amazing. Uh, I, I agree. But yeah, the human characters, that little deaf girl, I mean, the communicate. I liked Alexander Skarsgård. I thought his character was a lot of fun. Because apparently he accepted the role to be in this movie because he's like, man, I've just been in a lot of dark movies lately. I want to be in a fun one. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's that's fair. Rebecca Hall was good in the movie. I really liked all of the uh, Kong side characters and Godzilla side introduced a lot of new characters. I liked Brian Tyler Henry. I thought he was a little annoying at first, but very quickly he won me over. Can I explain why I like it so much in that role? Yeah, absolutely. It's because, right... They could have took that character, and if this movie was made in the 90s, that character would have been Jeff Goldblum, right? Or someone in that God, realm. Right. Right? But right. We're, we're at a point in Hollywood that we can hire a black actor to play this, like, paranoid, neurotic, uh, conspiracy theorist character, and his race, not one, not at one point did his race um, come up, or was it a part of his character or anything like that. He was just a black guy who was fucking paranoid of the government, which I thought was great. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's what we need more of. You know, we don't need like a black person to be there. Cause like, we, we feel like we get like black roles or black people coming in and doing black roles and they're like doing specific roles. And it's like, you know, give, they could be anybody. Like Alexander Skarsgård's character could have, could have been a black character. You know, the little deaf girl's character could have been a black character. And that's the point that we're trying to, that we should make here, and I really appreciate that. He did such a good job, too. Oh, he did. Brian Tyler Henry is a funny guy, and he did such a perfect job with the the comedy of the character, but also the more serious parts of the character. You know how funny it is to see a conspiracy theorist discover that his conspiracy theories are true? (laughs) (laughs) That's always hilarious. I like all his serious scenes, uh, Brian Taylor Greene, but I thought... So the big main thing for me, uh, sticking point for me is I just, and this is uh, very subjective, I understand, but I just thought he had like the worst banter, like they just gave him like the worst jokes in my opinion, like all of them fell fl- flat for me, um, which actually I think is probably the biggest, um, uh, there's a really annoying sticking part for this in um, the previous movie, it's just like 
these people do not know how the monsterverse people do not know how to do banter. I feel like like it just always falls flat. That's fair. Are are you saying that they're written by Joss Whedon? Wait, I have a better idea. Who did write this? I know who this was written by. This was uh, written by a writing team led by Terry Rosio, the guy who wrote Aladdin, Shrek, Treasure Planet, um, and the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He had a writing team of like nine people. Michael Dougherty is also a credited writer on this. They they both have story by credits, I think. Yeah, well, Michael Dougherty, he, he wrote King of the Monsters, so they had to drag him in so that he could bring in themes from the other movie, which is I think they were using the same human characters, so they had to like wrote Michael Dougherty into this so that the characters didn't act too inconsistent with their previous movie characters. Yes. Speaking of uh, characters from the previous uh, Michael Dougherty movie, uh, one complaint that I do have about the cast, there, there, there is a sad lack of Kyle Chandler in this. That's fair. Not enough Kyle Chandler uh, neck, but with the K and the C reversed. Listen, if Kyle Chandler got in there, Got in there with with Godzilla while I was getting ass beat by Mecha Godzilla. I'm just saying, if Coach Taylor showed up and told Godzilla to get up and beat Mecha Godzilla's ass, <laughs> Mecha Godzilla would be fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There needs to be more Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler should have turned into a kaiju himself. Yes, in real life. He's the only good human character from King of the Monsters. So, I mean, why not? Yeah, and he was barely in it, but his daughter is a lot better in this movie. I thought. Yeah. I will agree. He went from actively bad to just like... Whatever. Yeah. I will say, yeah, a, a point of this movie's favorite is there's like as little human stuff as a, like a major American CEO would realistically put in a movie like this. A Warner Bros. was never going to make it just uh, Godzilla and just King Kong as much, <sighs> much to my chagrin. I feel like all of our chagrins. I just want to say something going back to the writers real quick. The two people that are credited with screenplay by are Eric Pearson, Eric Pearson and Max Borstein. Max Borstein has mostly just has been a writer for he was a screenplay by for Godzilla, screenplay by for Skull Island and a story by for King of the Monsters and a screenplay by for this movie. Other than that, there's not a lot of stuff he's written. Eric Pearson, the other screenwriter, this is the first non-MCU thing he has ever worked on in his entire IMDb. Oh, wow. Everything else is MCU. He co-wrote Thor Ragnarok, apparently, but that doesn't mean much. (laughs) I think what that means is that he wrote the draft that Taika Waititi then came in and rewrote. How does does someone go from nothing to MCU stuff? Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, He wrote a lot of the the one-shot shorts. I'll, I'll tell you how nepotism. What, what producer? What producer is he the son of? He wrote all the one-shot shorts, which I enjoy those. And he helped write. He apparently wrote some episodes of Agent Carter, which is a good show. Um, <laughs> hey, don't hurt me. <laughs> and uh, he apparently wrote Black Widow. Oh, fantastic! A, a new trailer for that came out yesterday. It it still looks um the way it used to look. I'm so excited. I, I uh, He's actually the only credited screenplay by for Black Widow. I wonder if in the screenplay for Black Widow, it says Florence Pugh in bad accent says, you know? <laughs> I hope so, because that'd be awesome. But back to Godzilla vs. Kong. This isn't an MCU movie. This is a 
Kong see you movie because monkey Bernie yeah Bernie scared me in the beginning because in the first scene when he's trying to get the guy to leave his desk I didn't find him very likable and then for the rest of the movie he's just fucking great oh I was the same way I was like oh no and then he quickly reveals that he was being annoying on purpose yeah and I was like oh he's smart cool (laughs) social engineering by offering a guy homemade hand sanitizer (laughs) Just annoy him to death. I thought it was pretty brilliant. That man predicted 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some hand sanitizer here. I was like... He was equipped with his own goddamn hand sanitizer. He, he was ready Homemade, for the coronavirus. Baby. Homemade, baby. I like how this movie was pro-podcaster. <laughs> As a podcaster, we have been... Never mind, I'm not going to make that joke. We haven't been represented in movies enough. We haven't seen I, just, I don't want to make that joke after Ed made a very passionate statement about seeing a black actor just be a character in a movie. And I'm going to be like, us podcasters are oppressed. I feel like that's in poor taste. I feel like that's in poor taste. His was Mine's, a Mine's a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you said it, Tanner, so too late. Well, Lance Reddick's in this movie. Barely. Barely. Yeah, but every time he was on there, I was like, hey, The Wire. He's probably in it less than Kyle Chandler. Yeah, it's a shame, but every time he... Pretty sure both shots of him look the same, which is funny. (laughs) They're just at different locations, but I liked... I don't know, I like Lance Reddick and everything. I wish I was LeVar Burton. When I saw his name in the opening credits, I was like, please, give a performance that is as intimidating as you were on the Eric Andre show. And we get about two shots of him. He doesn't fuck up anyone's desk. So I feel kind of robbed of Lance Reddick. Uh, who was that one actress uh, who was like... So when the Kong team goes into the Hollow Earth, they're joined by a representative of the company, uh, the CEO's daughter. What did you guys think of her? She wasn't in the movie enough for me to have an opinion. I was just happy when she died because that was kind of, that, that that was a funny death. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. No. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, but she was unnecessarily being a bitch, though. She was the worst. Like she didn't have to hold them hostage in front of fucking Kong. Like dumb move. Like what the fuck are you doing? And then like when the J was flying away, there's room in there that you can fly around him. You don't have to fucking shoot him. Like come on. <laughs> Our character. Perfect, perfect, like, foil to the Kong humans there. Uh, I like that actress a lot. I first saw her in Baby Driver, which was... Uh, oh, yeah. She plays John Hamm's girlfriend. I first saw her in the one... Not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, what am I saying? From Dusk Till Dawn, another Tarantino property. She was in the TV show of that. Oh. Like, she's a solid actress, but she's just... Other than maybe, like, Baby Driver, she is just given the absolute fucking worst Hollywood movies. She's not w- She's not had that much luck there. I want to say this. The, I, I lied when I said the first thing I saw her in was Baby Driver. Because I just double-checked her IMDb, and I realized the first thing I saw her in was Gem and the Holograms. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Hollywood movie? You just admitted to seeing Gem and the Holograms. There's a lot. There's a lot more. Honestly, that probably would. I could have told you I killed a person. That'd probably be less incriminating. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, when we take you to the hog, it's not going to be for that person you murdered. It's going to be for watching that movie. Good. Hey, how about Deadpool two and Hunt for the Wilder People Kid? Yes. Oh yeah. I was so happy to see that guy. 
I love seeing that kid everywhere. He's he's awesome. He had a nicer role in this. Like he wasn't like an evil hot like an evil hothead kid like in Deadpool two. And it, you know it's more like Hunt for the Wilder People. Like he's kind of got a range of personality things that he could display. And I'm also happy that you know. He, uh, he thought he could break into a sophisticated supercomputer controlling a mech because he's torrented some movies. That was me in high school. That was the most relatable thing. I was like, yeah, I'm a hacker. Goes to Pirate Bay, downloads porn. The decision to make that sequence play out like it did was so rewarding because it seems like that stupid shit from Independence Day where they upload a virus to the alien computer, except because they really do not know how to do it, you just watch it get fucked up steadily. And that was that was good, and they end up pouring whiskey on it. They should, yeah, that was great. I, I the the Chekhov's whiskey, Chekhov's whiskey was great. They set it up and they paid it off. <laughs> to continue with the jokes, uh, joke stuff. There was one joke uh, that it set up and paid off, and it was actually it actually made me physically laugh. Was the uh, coward bit with the sign language? That oh was, yeah, <laughs> that killed me. Like when it first happened, I was like. Eh. Whatever, and then but when they brought it back, I was like, "Yes, I would actually, I'm, I am actually enjoying this." I I thought that was just really funny. That joke, that joke ruled. <laughs> all right, now the next thing is, uh, uh do we, have we all said our piece about the human characters? I had one more thing because I know how much you like um, Pedro Pascal. My girlfriend was like, "I thought that was the guy from Wonder Woman." I was like, "Pedro Pascal." She was like, "Yeah." I, I was like, "He could have played that role." I was like, "I'm gonna let know that." <laughs> Which role? To clarify. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. The the main bad guy, the the CEO guy. Yeah, the head of Apex. Yeah. Hell yeah, that could have been Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal yeah. can do anything. <laughs> the sexiest man alive, baby. <laughs> I'm going to message him every day on Twitter saying, can you be on my podcast? <laughs> Mr. Pascal, please, I will give you $20. Can you come on my podcast? <laughs> my next point is, so I know we know that Godzilla has top billing in the title, but in reality, Godzilla is barely in the movie. Yeah, correct. What did you guys think about him barely being in the movie? Did you want more Godzilla? Do you think the little you got was enough? Or I get it from a story level. Like it, it's probably the most efficient just to have one main character really, and just to have um, Godzilla be more of this force of nature slash. Um, he's sort of more of just like a foil uh, challenge to the Kong, not really being, you know, just being more of a periphery character. And it works from a efficiency point of view. But I mean. It would have been. I feel like there could have been a version of this movie where he could have given Godzilla more to do. Like really, like I like, yeah. I'm gonna go off of what what uh, what Rain was saying. Um, as, as someone who was rooting for Team Zilla, uh, yeah, uh, I, I I was a little upset that we uh, did not get enough of Kong. No, not not Kong. Godzilla. We got too much. We got plenty of Kong. Kong's the main character. Um, I, I wish we got more Damn of Godzilla. Right. <laughs> um, that, that being said, yeah, as far as uh, his role in the movie, he, he pretty much does uh, what he needs to do perfectly. And as far as uh, the screen time that we do get with him, it was still pretty satisfying, even if I did want more. So I, yeah, oh, I, I agree. I, I can't say that I walked out of this movie dissatisfied. Yeah, I would I would say that I 
pretty much agree with that. Um, I think they could have maybe given him a little more just because, like, this universe, it built up Godzilla with the, the first movie and then the third movie. So it, I feel like building him up to that extent, we should probably have more of him and see more of why this confrontation is happening now. But at the same time, I think that, like, the way that it paid off, I mean, it it, it worked for what it was. I, but yeah, I think it could have been a little more. That's uh, fair. Uh, I definitely, listen, as someone who, again, I know I've been playing up this whole monkey, monkey bit. I also like Godzilla. And I, I, I didn't really even notice that he was barely in the movie until the movie was ending. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Was Godzilla in less than 10 minutes of this movie? <laughs> He's barely in it. It's uh, surprising. But I think it works for what the movie does. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that the reason why he wasn't in it that much is because he got two full movies of him. <laughs> That's a good point. The, they, they have to even the playing field. Yeah, we had like one of Kong in like the 60s or 70s, and then that, that was it. That's fair. There have been a lot less Kong movies than there are Godzilla movies. As judging from the... Can you please bring up the massive Godzilla collection again, Joe? Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, judging from the size of the... Can you put it on its side so you can see how thick it is? Yeah. Uh, it, it's this this thick. It's huge. It's honking boy. And, it, and it's not even all of the movies. It's only the ones from the very first one up to 1975. And there have been many other Godzilla movies after that. So there's no Godzilla controversy? Dang. Isn't this like the 39th or 36th film in the Godzilla franchise? 36. I just checked IMAB. According to it, it is the 36th Godzilla movie and the 12th King Kong movie. I guess Marvel wasn't all that revolutionary after all. Um, I mean, what, what continuity do these movies have? Suck it, Stanley. Quick question. Have either of you... This is just completely off topic, but speaking of Godzilla vs. Kong, have either of you seen the original Godzilla vs. Kong? I have. Shit rocks. <laughs> it's not that good, but I love it. <laughs> it's dumb as fuck, but I love it. He sticks the tree in his mouth. I watched it literally, like, right before uh, going to Godzilla v. Kong. I watched that, and I watched Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla as just, like... I'm, I'm gonna see the originals to hype up this new one. And yeah, it's, it's goofy as hell. It's 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 fun. Peak comedy is Kong sticking a tree in Godzilla's mouth. You, you, you don't beat that. <laughs> and then they pay tribute to that when he stuck the axe in his mouth. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> By the way, again, I, I just remembered this. Can we talk about how cool the atomic axe is? Because I fucking love the atomic axe. I can't stop thinking about the atomic axe. It is one of the coolest goddamn things. That was so goofy and awesome. <laughs> When he jumps and like fucking lightsaber blocks the atomic breath. Like, what the hell? That rocked! Atomic Axe is a very fun concept. I will give you that. <laughs> so cool! Oh. But I mean, also, too, with the, with the, uh, the, um, the Atomic Axe, that would believe, or you could believe that if the Kong um, race people, monkeys were still alive that they could have built something better that and like the fucking you know throne that they built in the castle they could have built a whole fucking giant civilization for all we know but we got dumb lizards how about that was probably the craziest thing in the movie to me was this like seeing like well also did any of you know the center of the earth stuff i had no clue about that coming in i didn't either that was surprising and but like in a good way sorry i was not expecting a sequel to um to journey of the center of the earth 
but I'm not complaining. I didn't expect any of the uh, stuff with the center of the Earth. However, um, I found this out earlier today. I guess in uh, the other movies, they've actually teased the uh, the center of the Earth stuff, but in like little bits of like mundane dialogue, like just throwaway bits. So I guess somewhere in the MonsterVerse Bible, someone wrote they had this planned all along. I guess. And it works, because, like I said, back to, like, it's cool to see someone other than Marvel do a cinematic universe right. Uh, the big question is, why is Warner Brothers doing this one? I, again, the other movies aren't that great, but at least they're not... They didn't rush this. It felt like it built up to this properly. Yeah. They didn't They didn't make a Godzilla movie and then make this. Maybe they built up to this properly. Meanwhile, with DC, they're just jacking their penises off, like, ah, I want a fucking New Gods movie. No, cancel a New Gods movie. Uh, more, co- more cocaine. We're going to make 30 different Justice League movies in different universes. On that level, I assume it's because they didn't have um, another giant uh, kaiju franchise to compete with. They, they got ownership of the other giant kaiju franchise. <laughs> they already had Kong and they borrowed Godzilla from Toho. And now Toho, I think, wants him back. As they should. It depends. I mean, they never lost him. They still get to have him. They made Shin Godzilla. They did. After Godzilla 2014 came out, they still get to make their own movies. It's just... Warner Brothers gets to make them too for now. I, I, I think it's more or less they just want full control over the character now at this point. As they should. That's fair. I like American Godzilla better. You like American Godzilla better? Well, the design of him. Well, because he looks super slow. Yeah, I get that. That's fair, yeah. Uh, Japanese Godzilla, at least the Shin Godzilla iteration, looks like a horror movie monster. It does. Yeah. That's why I love him. Like fucking American Godzilla, you can root for him. He's he's jacked. Yeah. <laughs> he's so slow. There's still a shot in the 2014 Godzilla I distinctly remember where like he gives the camera the stink eye and he looks like the most gangster motherfucker ever. <laughs> That's why I love him. <laughs> Like, like, I, just, I mean, I'm team monkey, but like the, the looks he was given, like his stare down against uh, Godzilla was so good. Godzilla's you... stink eye is amazing. Yes, that actually might be my favorite moment in the whole movie. Actually, Godzilla swings so much dick in this movie. There's one point where he shouts "fuck you" all the way to the center of the earth and succeeds. Yeah, <laughs> he, 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 atomic, he fucking atomic breath drills his way to the core of the earth. At that first, shit rules. At first, I thought he was uh, shooting it down into, like, the, the secret lab. And then my brother was like, no, he's shooting it into the earth, you idiot. And I was like, no, you're an idiot. And then I saw... And then idiot. you were the idiot. Yeah. It was... Uh, that was awesome. Godzilla was like, hold the fuck up. Kong reclaimed his throne? No. No, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Also, can we talk? Uh, can we talk about the fights, or is are we? Can we do that? Can we get to that now? Yes, we can talk about the fights specifically now. That was the next point I had written down. The fights. Let's talk about the fights. I really appreciate how the second fight uh, took place inside a uh, pride flag. Uh-huh. I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was nice. <laughs> I like my favorite fight was round two because there are quote unquote three distinct rounds. There's round one in the ocean by the airship carrier. There's round two, the first one in Hong Kong. And then there's round three where it's just like, Kong does a sneak attack on Godzilla and Godzilla, I guess, takes the kitty gloves off or something. He's like, all right, now I'll kill you. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing with round one though. Round one deserves an asterisk. All right. 
Yeah, not fair playing field. Yeah, not fair playing field. Like, come on, man. Not fair. We deserve better than that. That was such a great fight, I thought. Like, that was probably my favorite yeah. one. Like, it's such a great set piece. I agree. Like, having the these airship carriers just as, like, little like little lily pads, essentially, for Kong. They has to, like, hang on while there's a, a, essentially, like, this giant sea monster, monster below him trying to kill him. Like, that was such a great set piece. Yeah, that was, like, really creative and fun. Like, in the trailer, I thought it looked whatever, because I thought they were just going to stand on the same boat the entire time. I thought that they were to, like, buy a dock or something, and Kong was just going to jump onto the land or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were going to, but no, they were, they were in the middle of the ocean. And it was really interesting how, um, just how that fight played out. Question, do you think Kong knows how to swim? Yes. Doesn't he? I thought he swam in some part of that. Oh, I thought he floated up. No, he knows Barely. how to swim. It's been established. Has he ever had to swim on, on Skull Island? Okay, I, I was asking because I was, like, confused why he wasn't swimming at points. That was when I, I knew the movie went full fucking stupid, was that when they started standing on a boat? Because there's no fucking way that boat could... Yeah, that boat would have fucking sank. <laughs> <laughs> but who cares? It's awesome. Yeah. My favorite fight was round two, the first one in Hong Kong, because Axe. The Axe oh. was involved, and it's more of Kong's natural element. He's able to show off his agility... Which was really what made him different. Godzilla might be stronger, but Kong Kong have two two strengths. Thumb <laughs> and agility. Speaking of round two, um, and going back to uh, a joke I made earlier about uh, the one character predicting the coronavirus. Can we talk about the moment uh, that you brought up in the theater? When I accidentally yelled in the theater. No, you didn't There's yell it in the theater, but... Uh, okay, but I said it out loud. When I should have just been, like, quiet. Yeah. What happened was is that there's a shot in round two. with Like, they show them all evacuating, right? And then in the middle of round two, um, Kong, like, I think punches Godzilla, and Godzilla falls into a building, and it cuts to a shot inside the building, and you can clearly see there are people in a restaurant. And I said out loud, why are you still in the restaurant? Just <laughs> complaining. That was like almost involuntary. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Nah, we'll 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 survive this. We can't catch the. I, I mean, we won't get squashed by Godzilla. We can't catch COVID squashed by Godzilla. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have been that surprised, given what the right now has shown me up until now. More people die from the flu. Tanner, don't you remember literally right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was, it, listen, I still assume people aren't that stupid, hey, which I shouldn't. I'm clearly being punished for but it. But Tanner, don't you remember literally right now? St. <laughs> Charles doesn't have a mask mandate, Tanner, so yeah. Wasn't it cool how uh, they used that ship to jumpstart Kong's heart? Oh, uh, yeah. But medical inaccuracy. <laughs> This is the medical TV shows that have broken people's brains. You don't break out the paddles when somebody's heart stops. You break them out when it's going too fast. Can we also talk about how Kong uh, put his shoulder, uh, relocated his shoulder? Oh, yeah, yes! yes! Relocated his shoulder! That shit rocked! They copied it. I think there's a, there was a Batman cartoon that I think did it first. It's so much cooler when a giant gorilla does it. Yeah. Probably killed a lot of people by popping his shoulder and gets that building. We don't, worth we it. He needed him in order to stop Mechagodzilla. We don't if, know who's all in there. Two eggs, baby. I said the same thing when he like sat down at the end. I was like, he said he probably sat down on a bunch of people. <laughs> it was worth it. Uh, those people uh, would would understand. I'm sure they do. They're, they're looking down and having like, I get it. That looks sick as hell. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're watching the movie in heaven. <laughs> 
But the final fight, Kong and Mechagodzilla versus Godzilla, that was my, I think, my actual favorite fight because Kong, yes, it's a tag team, but I really thought Kong did most of the work. I think you agreed with me when I said that walking out of the theater, Joe V. Well, to be fair, to be fair, at, um, by the time Kong entered the, the fight, uh, Godzilla was all wrecked and beat up, so, I mean... He did everything he could do already by that point. Yeah, but it was great seeing them team up. Godzilla did the Vegeta thing <laughs> when uh, Gohan was against Cell, and then Vegeta just shoots him, and Gohan's like, yeah, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> that shit rocks! <laughs> and then, of course, there's that one shot of, like, Kong, I think, landing the killing blow, and it cuts to the people in the Apex cybernetics going, Yes! And I was like, that's us. That is us right now. The audience surrogates. By the way, main villain, the CEO guy, wasn't it fucking funny how he's giving his villain speech and out of focus in the background? Mechagodzilla was like, hold up. (laughs) Who told you you were the villain of this film? (laughs) Who said you're in charge? I'm in charge. Do you feel like you're in charge? (laughs) Right, Tyler Henry says, oh man, I wanted to hear the rest of that speech. I want to talk about Mechagodzilla real quick, about how... I mean, all the stuff about him is dumb. I hate everything about like his creation with the the um, Godera skull and the mental magic shit. I hated all that shit, right? But um, when he came, when he broke out and was like he when he beat the shit out of Godzilla, he beat the shit out of Godzilla. Like he he fucked Godzilla up. Like he was throwing this like he was throwing him through shit. Godzilla's like trying to do his normal moves that he always does and. He, this dude's using jet rockets to like midair dodge him and shit. Like, like rocked. He, he fucked him up bad. Like, it was so good. But everything Just about destroyed. his destroyed. Yeah, but everything about his inception, like his creation, I thought was dumb. But in action, he was so good. Like, really yeah. good. I really like his design too. Like, they really did a good job. Like, take taking like a a modern. Um, Marketable approach to his original design. I thought that was neat. Yeah, he's uh, honestly, out of all of the Decepticons, he was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, most things don't work better as Bayformers, but this Mechagodzilla did. I'm so used to, like, the silver guy that I've been seeing since, like, the GameCube games, since, like, Mechagodzilla was made. And then they, they're like, alright, let's uh, let's make it have more complicated, intricate, fucking rugged-looking parts. It was sufficiently complicated-looking. I wonder how Godzilla felt when he was trying to beam battle Mecha Godzilla and just got fucking destroyed. Like, what was he feeling deep down? <laughs> Depression. Like, that was his thing. His thing was the atomic brush. And then here's someone who comes, does it better than him. He's fucking like, everyone's fucking, everyone's got a gimmick these days. We're gonna see the next movie. It's gonna be Godzilla with a giant lizard therapist. <laughs> just talking about how he hasn't been able to sleep. Because every time he closes his eyes, he sees that guy. Okay, well, um... I've said all I've wanted to say about the movie. Uh, just overall, I enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Best monster first movie. Anyone else has anything else to say? Tanner, you forgot to mention the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite part of Godzilla versus uh, Kong was the Space Jam trailer. Shit looks awesome. It looks a lot better than it than I would, was expecting. We're going to do a podcast on Space Jam when that ta- when that happens. I, even if it's just me, it'll be me talking about it for an hour. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, when he, that man, that Tanner, uh, that, that trailer came up, that, that man got so goddamn excited. Though not as, shut me up. Th- th- though not as excited when uh, he almost came when Frankenstein oh, appeared on screen. Oh, shut the hell up. 
<laughs> At least I didn't feel uncomfortable when he was getting excited about the Space Jam trailer. Shut the hell up. <laughs> so closing thoughts, everyone. Mine is that I can't wait uh, for Godzilla versus Kong versus uh, Pacific Rim. And then after that, Godzilla versus Kong versus Pacific Rim versus Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. I want to see him and Ceiling Tim's joke uh, versus Clifford. Oh yeah, Clifford's my favorite guy too. Once Clifford comes in, he is dominating. He is good boy. He is the apex apex titan. (laughs) He is big good boy. Everyone knows he is at the very least a small moonbuster. So you know, (laughs) Godzilla versus Clifford versus Clifford, the Martin Short character. (laughs) So 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 Martin Short's gonna become a kaiju. Good. Yeah, actual closing thoughts. Uh, it was fun. I don't know how much I liked it, but I liked it. The end. It was it was solid. Um, it was yeah, like I had said before, it was about what I was expecting, but it was fun. It was probably the best of the series. It just had the best structure and a lot of cool, fun fights. And yeah. Um, if they if they do more, I hope that they continue to progressively get better. If they don't, I think this is a fine enough closing place. And give Hideaki Anno all the money he wants to make Shin Godzilla 2. End of thoughts. It was pretty much everything I expected, which wasn't much. I got exactly what the title promised, Kong versus Godzilla. And that's really all you could ever ask for it. Go see it. Have fun. I would highly recommend seeing it in a theater because goddamn did it look good on a big screen. And I'm honest, I, I haven't watched it at home yet. I want to watch it again at home just to kind of see what the uh, the experience is like, but I'm almost certain that it's not going to live up to seeing it in a theater. Uh, the other day when I was at the gym, King of Monsters came on while I was on the treadmill, and everyone's face was constantly at the same register. Like, they looked like Alec Baldwin delivering the I Am God monologue from the movie Malice. The whole time, everybody. And uh, this movie seemed to break out of that. It didn't have, like, this complicated web of people talking about eco-fascism. It was just other characters doing stuff to make the monsters fight. And I had so much more fun with this one. I would actually come back and watch this again. They did really fucking good with the Kong and Zilla stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's like the first one of these where it, it settled into a comfortable niche, and I'm happy that they got there. All right, Ed, what are your final thoughts? And also, do you have anything you want to plug? Plugging, no. I'm just going to go off of that, no. Uh, my final thoughts, um, a lot of the same. I think it's the best one in the MonsterVerse. The fights were the best. Um, what else? Uh, and I, the only way I could see them coming back um, or seeing another movie or me going back to see another movie if it's Kong and Zilla versus Aliens. So, Like I said, love the movie. Like the movie a lot. Three and a half stars on Letterboxd. Really good time. Really fun time. Atomic Axe rules. Team Monkey all the way. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. See you next week. Peace, bitches.